Hi guys and welcome to this great episode of the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. At the moment, as I'm recording, I'm outside Shrewsbury Abbey. We've had a great day um, recording content for uh, World Suicide Prevention Day. But I thought while I'm behind the microphone doing it, record the intro for this episode you're about to hear. The, the, this one that I've recorded today, you can hear in a few days time. Uh, this episode is featuring Nick from uh, Shrewsbury uh, Comic Con. Uh, if you know uh, about me, which if you know about me, uh, you know I'm a bit of a nerd, a bit of a geek. I love my Star Trek, love my Star Wars, my comic books. So a comic, a comic con for me is perfect. Uh, I've been to comic cons before. Uh, we've been to Comic Salopia, um, which uh, we had a big part of. So as soon as we saw that Shrewsbury was getting his own comic con, I jumped on it very, very quickly, and I'm glad I did because Nick is a great guy. You'll hear that very, uh, very soon in this podcast. And uh, so I want to say thank you to, to Nick for coming out and speaking to me. Uh, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, Nick is looking for sponsors or anybody that wants to get affiliated with uh, Shrewsbury Comic Con. So please get in touch with him if you uh, if you would like to, to help out and be a part of what looks like a fantastic event. Um, so yeah, I will leave you with this podcast. Thank you uh, for tuning in and I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'll catch you guys at the end of this interview with Nick from Shrewsbury Comic Con. Enjoy. guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. It's a great day today because I've been away doing stuff, um, been on holiday, started a new job um, and I've done a couple of interviews virtually which is great. We spoke to Hazel last week um, on, on, on the interwebs and I do love speaking to people but there's nothing better for me than speaking to people in person and this is the first time in a while. So uh, today I'm speaking to Nick who's organising uh, Shrewsbury Comic Con. Um, now, if you know me, I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, I've just been filling Nick in with uh, kind of my, my background with podcasts, the uh, the Billy Wests of it all, and the, the the Ralph Garmans, and all the people that we've spoken to over the years with You Suck and Thorskin. Um, but today, it's closer to home. Um, and I've got a big history with this, because I don't know if Nick is aware, but um, when we, when the Shrewsbury Biscuit first started, uh, we got a good friend in Shane Chebsey. He's a good friend of mine, and he did Comic Salopia, which was an amazing event. And I'll be forever grateful for Shane, because he let us have a studio for two days there at Comic Salopia. And as as people were doing panels, they were coming straight out into our studio doing interviews. We were interviewing like comic book stars from all around the world. It was amazing. Um, it really is close to my heart, this, this kind of events. Uh, so thank you, Nick, for coming on the show. You're very welcome. It's uh, nice to be here. Can I just push this mic a little bit closer to you? Of course you can. Because your voice will sound rich and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so. I doubt that. <laughs> so Nick, tell us a bit about yourself. Are you are you local to Shrewsbury? Have you always been local to Shrewsbury? I am uh, from Wrexham, um, but I have worked. In, I, I did work in Shrewsbury quite a bit, and I just I, I like Shrewsbury. It's a nice place. I often meet friends here. I've, I've just come from meeting a friend now, actually. So I grew yeah. up in Wrexham. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went to Bernafa. Did you? School. Yes. Oh, okay. It's no, probably not the best thing to shout <laughs> on the podcast, but yeah. Well, I mean, I went to Oscola Grango, which at the time I went there was the worst school in, 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 the, in the district. I grew up in Gristled. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Wow. Was... Again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's a place. <laughs> 
No, I do have I do have fond memories and good friends from Wrexham. Um, but that being said, I feel like wherever I go, I was trying to put hundred and ten percent in, and I feel like it's it's weird because I'm not from Wrexham. I just grew up there. And I feel like if I was from Wrexham, I'd probably be, a, be proud to be a, from Wrexham. You know, yeah. I probably would have been proud. Um, but like, I feel like Shrewsbury is the first place I've come to and I've looked around and gone, I effing love this place. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you, home. You know, yeah. and it's just one of those places. So you live in Wrexham now? or you, Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. You've driven all the way from Wrexham to come here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I stopped off and saw a friend on the way. So, you know, it's it's all good. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, and um, Comic-Cons. Yes. Comic-Cons are a weird one, aren't they? Because there are different types of Comic-Con. There is, right. a, there is a different feel, isn't there? I mean, your original Comic-Cons were literally comic book nerds in a room, swapping comics, speaking to the odd star of right, the yeah. comic book world. Yeah. And then it transformed into, transformed into these massive, uh, megalithic, huge... Yeah. Like, if you went to San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con, it's like, a, it's, like its own village, right? Absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was saying to you on uh, on the way up that I went to, um, I, I try and go as often as I can to the big Star Trek convention in Las Vegas, and that is absolutely huge. They, they take over the entire hotel, so yeah, it's uh, it's massive. I am a I am a huge Star Trek fan and a Star Wars fan as well. I like both. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and yeah. I feel like anything that I, I don't know what it is, man. I feel like we all have stressful lives. We all have things going on, whether it's yeah. work relationships, uh, whether you've got things going on. And sometimes it's good to just transform your, transport yourself away to some, a different world. Um, and I had a bit of a, a moment with lower decks. Right. And when it went live action, with Strange New Worlds. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I have seen that. I really enjoyed it, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your opinion about that. So, okay, if, you don't, if you're not with me, folks, stay with me. I'll explain. Okay, Star Trek has got many different forms, many different series, and they released a like a cartoon. Um, uh, Jack Quaid, who was from The Boys, Dennis Quaid's kid, uh, was voicing one of the characters. It's a great cast. And then what they would do is they would get, they would get voices of uh, f- former Star Trek characters and they'd have cameos. It was so fun, but it was a bit like it was a cartoon, but it was Star Trek canon. It, made, it fitted in with it. And um, there is uh, Strange New Worlds, which has um, it follows the... It's, it's a, bit, a bit like a reboot of the original Star Trek with a new spark uh, and, and, and old, uh, old characters with new personas, new people playing them. Absolutely right, yeah. It, it, it's sort of set around the Kirk era, but, but pre-Captain Kirk almost. Pre-Captain Kirk. Yeah. You've seen Captain Kirk, a couple of forms of him, different versions of him. Yes. Yeah. Um, but what they did is they took this cartoon... And they, these characters in the cartoon went through a portal and they became live action characters within, within Strange New Worlds. And I was kind of like, like I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it was amazing for me because I just, I love it when they do things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. And I think them using the, the same voice actors that, 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 um, do lower decks was, was, was brilliant. And you, you could see their, their, um, their gestures were the same. They were just, yeah, you know, Jack Quay's character was just as manic as he is in the cartoons. It, it was, it was I, I thought it was a really good piece of television. And Captain Pike's standing over him and he wakes up and he's like, oh my God, you're real. And he just pokes him in his belly. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So we can geek out about this all day, but what oh, I'm saying yeah. is it does things to people, these kind of things. I mean, I'm, 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 what day is it today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Ahsoka. A new episode of Ahsoka's out today. So I'm going to be watching that later. I, see, I get really excited. I mean, it's good to bring that to people in, in a form that people can shake hands with, look with, trade yeah. with, converse with, with other people. You could hear how excited I was just talking to Nick <laughs> about this. Imagine having a room full of nerds like us. Um, so 
Have you, are you a frequent Comic-Con goer then? Is this something you've Yes, done? I am. Yeah, I, I've been to a, a few of the big ones. There's a few big ones locally. I don't know if, I, if, I, if I'm allowed to name them or not. You can. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've been to uh, Wales Comic-Con a couple of times, even though it's now mostly not in Wales. Telford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, uh, I, they they still do a Wrexham one. I was, I was there um, this weekend because it's just, just in, my, in, in my backyard, you know, so. That was a know, big one, though. They, they always tend to get good names in that. They do, they do. They, they are a little bit smaller than they are in Telford just because of, of the size. In Glandua, right? And, yeah, it's in Glandua, yeah. So, and I think one of the reasons why they had to move to Telford is because they just outgrew the venue. It, was, it became so popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been to some of the big ones. I've been to London Film and Comic Con before now. And I've also been going to sort of some of the smaller ones. So I've been to, you know, Bolton, Stockport, um, Ellesmere Port, there was one as well. So yeah, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it, yeah. I remember we were going to go to, um, oh, which one was it? Was It, it wasn't, Cardiff possibly Cardiff I was going to so my friend is oh my god I'm going to butcher this now because I don't, I don't read the books <laughs> the books that the actor for Spike that does Spike from Buffy he yeah. voices some books and their people love them I need to giggle this now and we had arranged with his agent uh, uh, to go and do an interview with him and get some voice stuff for the podcast yeah um there was a suicide attempt on the trains. It stopped all the trains, all the trains. And I was going to drive down. Um, uh, I'm just going to type in Buffy. <laughs> There's probably uh, Buffy fans that are like James, what's his name? James yeah, Masters. James Masters, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was in there, wasn't he in Doctor Who as well? Uh, this is the thing. Yeah. Not a big Who fan. No, no. Um, Alex Westwood, who's an ex-co-host of the show, good friend of ours. Uh, we did. Uh, we went to the Battle of Shrewsbury last year. Okay, and he turned up as Doctor Who, <laughs> David Tennant, Doctor Who, Brilliant. and um, he was shouting wibbly wobbly to people. <laughs> and uh, people were like, "Why are you dressed that?" And he's like, "Well, it's historically accurate." And I was like, "Okay." Um, and he, he's tried for years to try and get convert me into a, a Who Who fan. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know what it is. I really like Doctor Who. Um, I, you know, I, I think I've, it, it sort of tailed off the last couple of seasons, I think. But overall, I really like Doctor Who. And, you know, I can remember when I was a kid, especially, and the Doctor then was Sylvester McCoy, who was just, just at Wales, Wales Comic Con this weekend. And, you know, he was my Doctor. And I was, you know, I was in the moment. And I was really enjoying the feeling of, of watching it. And I thought about going back and watching those episodes again. But then I thought, you know what? If I look at it 30, 40 years on with modern production values and modern sensibilities, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'd rather just keep the memory of having enjoyed it as a kid, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I am listening to you. I'm very sorry. I'm looking for James Master's books that are on my mind now. Um, but yeah, I think it's the wobbly sets. I mean, you're right. It's that, it's that, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like, um, I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to go back and revisit it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like some you gel with some things and you and you, and you gel with others. Um, I feel like uh, at the moment we're going through a superhero. Um, uh, there's a bit of a lethargy going on with things like Disney Plus and DC. The kind mm. of um, I feel like there's something going on there where the half arse in a few of these movies and TVs. Some are good. Yeah. Some are good, but some. I feel sorry for Blue Beetle at the moment. We went to watch at the cinema with my son. Mm. Absolutely adored it. I was really, really, really good. Yeah. Flash was good in parts, but looked ugly. Um, Shazam was just god awful. It was terrible. I feel like this they're, they're just pumping out these 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 TV shows and movies. That's all DC, though, isn't it? 
Marvel as well. I feel like there's been a few things. Um, I'll, I'll be just started watching Daredevil again, right? Because yeah. there's a new season coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the writing. I'm looking at the dialogue. And I know this isn't MCU. It's a kind of early, earlier stuff. Mm. But I'm thinking, this is beautifully made mm. TV. It's beautiful. Like, like you can look at Daredevil and it looks as though you're reading a comic book. Every single scene looks like a panel of a comic book. Yeah. Uh, whereas some of the other shows, people were, were, were going over Moon Knight uh, when it came out. And I was kind of like, it's not that great. Like, I've, I've seen better things. I enjoyed it, I think. Yeah. I, 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 and I did enjoy the the aspect of him, because he appeared to be not quite there, didn't he, when when he was going through through all of this. And I think that that helped to bring, I think, potentially mental health issues to the fore and just to say to people, you know, these things are normal. There's nothing to be worried about, nothing to be afraid of. You know, you can reach out and speak to those people. But I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the whole sort of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, that whole yeah. thing. And yeah. I, I, I watched that recently in, in, in order, you know, and I really enjoyed that. Iron Fist, I was so, I was just like, I was, do so. I was like, do not go into the boardroom and confront these people because they will <laughs> they will near enough murder you. He goes to the boardroom, he confronts them, and they near enough murder him. Yeah. Like it's funny. Uh, by the way, the, the book files. I was lucky, and I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to be. Was the Dresden okay. Files? Okay, yeah. The Dresden Files are a series of books written by Jim Butcher and James Masters' voices. And my my co-host Tom Bruno in Vermont is an absolute fan of these books. He listens to the audio books, right? And he was. We had an agreement with James Masters. We were going to meet him. He was going to record something we could use for the podcast and I was going to get pictures with him and then we couldn't go because of the trains. Oh, dear. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we went to MCM, uh, Birmingham, when we first did it, started doing Thor's Kin and it was a very, it was a very interesting because I'd never been to a Comic-Con before. Right. I'm not like that hot on being in a room with 50,000 people. It's not like mm. something I, I, I realised I'd enjoy. I, I kind of didn't in some places, but... I interviewed cosplayers that you could tell were quite t- timid, nervous people, but in character, they would just come out yeah. and they'd be yeah. so confident. And that for me was fascinating because um, I'd be like, yo, can, can I get a photo? And they'd be like, yes. And I'd be like, can I get an interview? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> so funny, isn't it? Yeah. But I walked into there thinking, because uh, I was a member of the press and I had a press badge, I was thinking, oh my God, they're going to treat me like dirt. Oh my God, here comes the press, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But they were like, welcome. Here is a room. Here's a Wi-Fi password. Uh, put your stuff down here. It will be absolutely safe. And in five minutes, we'll be speaking to Batman. And we was, we were interviewing, um, uh, what's the guy that did Batman? Oh God, he's from Man in the High Castle. Um, oh my God, Man in the High Castle. Um, and I felt welcome. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And we spoke, we spoke to people. I went there twice and I just had a really, really good time. Um, looking for the cast. Uh, what's his name? I've forgotten. I don't care. It's fine. But we had a great time. That's all I can say. So what makes you want to create a, 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 a comic on intrusion? I know there's a, there's a gap because comic salopia as, as is not, going anymore did you come to comic slope by the way uh, i didn't get a chance to no because it was over covid and I, I was quite cautious over covid because uh, somebody i live with works for the nhs so i had to be kind of cautious what well, i felt like i had to be kind of cautious yeah. you know with, with that sort of thing so no i i never did i, I was going to go to it um was it either this year or last year and it, it wasn't on uh that they stopped it's, you know, changed it was like a, uh, every every couple of years kind of thing. yeah um they did a great one in, in 2019 which is the one we went to and that was just 
one of the best experiences ever. Um, I have this thing, I've mentioned it a few times that, um, it's weird to say that I'm friends with Charlie Adlard now. Cause I do, I yeah. see him, I saw him jogging just yesterday morning. Um, and if I see him in a coffee shop, he's like, hello, Alex, you know, come say hello. And I'm like, oh, hi Charlie. But when we first met, I had a weird giggly 16 year old man crush on him. Yeah. I'm like, hi Charlie. Hello. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I'm, we, have this really funny story me and charlie so if you if a fair with the world of comic books you know that he co-created the walking dead which was which is by far one of the highest grossing independent comic books of all time right and they had this mic drop moment uh in walking dead where they just stopped it just ended they didn't know to tell anybody it was one of the biggest secrets in comic book history it just stopped wow. and nobody knew at that comic slope here Charlie Adlard was speaking to the one person in the whole of the UK that knew what was going to happen. Nice. And there's me and, and Shane at Hinton. We were waiting. And I was like, I haven't spoken to Charlie this this event. I need to get an interview with him. So we're hanging around and he's chatting to this guy on the stairs. And they finish the conversation. I shuffle over with my microphone. Hi, Charlie. Can I get an interview? He's like, I'm busy. And he's usually really jolly with me. And I was kind of like, I said to Shane, I was like, Charlie's just been really like, not crappy with me, but it was, it was not like the friendly chat. And mm. 18 months later, I interviewed Charlie again for a good chat. And he goes, listen, I've got a bone to pick with you. And I was like, what? And he goes, I am talking to the one person in the UK that knows about this, this one thing that nobody else knows about. And there's the Shrewsbury Biscuit standing there with a microphone. He thinks I'm eavesdropping. And he thinks I know the one thing that nobody else knows in the UK. <laughs> and this thing was massive. And we've got this, it's a really fun story. Um, it's really cool. Um, but yeah, Comic Slopey was great. So, um, I mean, what do you see in Comic-Cons when you go to them that you, that you don't like? That I don't like? That you don't like? What are the, what are the things you like you roll your eyes at? Because I know there are a few things people aren't too keen on. Every Comic-Con is different. So I've been to some of the big ones and I've been to some of the small ones now as well. I think if there's not a Q&A there, it doesn't encourage me to stay for very long. So, you know, I'll look around the stalls and I'll maybe get an autograph if, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I want it from that person. But I need something there to, to keep me there. And for me, that's a Q&A. So one thing that I'm not keen on is if there are no Q&As at a Comic-Con. So naturally, of course, there will be at Shrewsbury Comic-Con. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that I don't like. Um, aside from that, it, there's not an awful lot. I'm not one for approaching cosplayers for uh, photographs. It's not it's not who I am. So I wouldn't do that. But there's not an awful lot that I don't like about um, a Comic-Con, really. Yeah. For me, I feel like I think it's very good to promote local wholesalers of comic books. I think yeah. that's really, really good. Yeah. But I feel like if you do too much at a comic con, it just seems like a a market hall, market a, a weekly market for comic books. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you do that too much, it's a bit of the samey samey. Unless there's something really unique there. Mm. Um. So and then you don't want to see like. 12 rows of shops selling Funko Pops, which is, which is, yeah. do you know what I mean? Do you know what yeah, I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's something that I, I have in mind because that, that's something you, you have reminded me. I, I have been to a large Comic Con where practically every other store was a Funko Pop and that just, it, it just dilutes the market because people come with a certain amount of money and okay, they might buy three Funko Pops, but they're splitting that amongst 
12 stalls rather than maybe one or two. So they're just really diluting the market. So I am trying to keep a handle on that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And how are you funding all this? Are you getting sponsors in? Um, have you got like a, a pot of money you're sitting on to bring stars in? How does that all work? Yeah. Um, so I'm funding it um, through ticket sales, essentially through sales of tickets and, and sales of the, of the vendor stalls. I am about to start working on uh, some sponsors as well. Um, but yeah, it, that, that, that's where it's all coming from. So it'll be, you know, appro- appropriate to, I guess, predicted ticket sales. And you didn't, you didn't choose Shrewsbury Town Football Club, right? I'm doing it. Yes, just just across the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, we're big fans of the club. We've got season <laughs> tickets. Uh, we've got a bit of a crush on the club. We love that very much. Excellent. Uh, we will not mention the three 0 loss to Forest Green last night. We're not mentioning that. We're not mentioning it. <laughs> not at all. Uh, we love the club. Um, so, is this going to happen like in the stadium on the car park? Because it's a huge car park. It's a huge car park. No, it's going to happen in the hospitality suites. Ah. So they've got three big rooms. They've got uh, the downstairs, yeah. which. And I'll say this all to you now, but it, the, the con's not for six, seven months, so things might change. But my plan is to use the ground floor for the Q&As, the first floor for um, the VIPs, the, 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 the autographs, and also for the vendors. Uh, and also one of the rooms is going to be a, a games room as well. So I've got Shrewsbury War Game Society coming with some Warhammer uh, through a couple of demonstration games and a participation game. I'm working on getting somebody there as well who will run a, a D&D uh, or two D&D games as well. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And these games will be for absolute beginners. So if you ever fancied playing D&D and you haven't before, sign up on the day and we've got, you know, I'm trying to arrange a friendly D, uh, friendly DM to come in and sort of do that with you. Plus we do have some stuff going on outside. I know it's going to be April, so I'm not sure about the weather, uh, but we've got uh, Nick coming with his Back to the Future style DeLorean. And you can pay a, a, you know, a small a small fee and get uh, um, a, a photo or a selfie sat inside of it, which is great. That's cool. Um, we've got um, Jurassic, the, the Jurassic Park Jeep coming with uh, Dr. Hammond, uh, the guy who looks like him. I think he'll have some dinosaurs with him as well. Yeah. And we've also got Preston City Ghostbusters coming as well. And they're bringing uh, Ecto-2, which is a car that's been kitted out to look like Ecto-1. And they're also bringing Lightning McQueen as well. And those guys will be in the vendor's room on the day. Uh, with all of their props they've got proton packs they've got a life-size slimer they've got um, a massive i think it's an eight foot um stay puffed and they will be very interactive you can take photos with the kit on if you want and that as well so that's all going on there too so i'm trying to get as many things to happen as possible but you know uh, the, the I'm trying to say, yeah, I think just 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 as, as many things as, as as I can within the the the, the confines. Of the- I bet your mind's racing all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm I've got two months to. I mean, I'm scrambling at the moment. I'm, I'm we're bringing Pod Aid back every, every year. We do a 24 hour live podcast. Okay, and I've got two months to pretty much. I've got. I've got a quarter of the guests lined up and I've still got, I'm scrambling now. I've given myself a week to get all my guests in, mm. uh, 24 guests. Mm. And in my mind, there's a little guy going, ah! like, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to yeah. organize these things. It's not easy. And your mind just doesn't switch off. Um, you know, I'm trying to beg Kevin Eastman to come on my show. If you don't know who that is, he's a co-creator of the turtles. Ah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm speaking to his, his person, the people that look after him. And I'm like, please, 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 please. And I'm waiting to hear back him. And it, cause sometimes it's mixed with a bit of heart break. You know, there are people that I would love to get tomorrow. I'm going to see one of my biggest, 
well, I think probably the best. He is the best freestyle rapper on the planet, Harry. Oh, okay. Mack. Harry Mack is here in Manchester. I'm going to go see him. I'm speaking to his people. I'm like, yo, can we get Harry Mack for an hour just to come talk to us? Yeah. It doesn't cost him anything. They just need an hour just to sit and talk to us. You know, that could be a no. Is there anything that you've gone for at the moment where you just can't seem to attend? Is there any uh, get attained, should I say? Um, have you had any heartbreak with trying to book things? Yeah, I think when it comes to some of the VIP guests, the people, the people you see on television, the people you see, um, you know, on in films and that, um, some people that I wanted are unfortunately outside of outside of the budget, unfortunately. But you know, it, it, it's about you know if this con is a success, I'll do more of them, and if there's call for it, I'll expand the con as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that comes, um, more ticket sales and with that, you know, the, uh, that's what the, 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 the ticket price goes on. It goes on the venue and it goes on the guests. So the more tickets I can sell, the more guests I can get. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, make, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to help you with it. If there's anything we can do, um, you know, if you want someone to do panels, if you want uh, to help doing interviews, if you want somebody out there with cameras, microphones, I could set up a studio too. I mean, like I love coming to things like this. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's a great event. So if you want help with that, you, you can do, we can help you. But... Fantastic. We've got a great uh, embassy coming, uh, Ben Fenlon. He's done some stuff for Liverpool Comic Con and he's done a lot of um, horror stuff as well. And one of the guests we've got coming, Anthony Head, uh, Anthony Head, not Anthony Head, I'm sorry, Nathan Head. I nearly, I nearly <laughs> nerdgasmed all over the table. Nathan Head, he is quite big in the horror world. So that'd be quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, um, I'm very excited by this. Yes, I am. Yeah, <laughs> but as you say, your brain's always going twenty four seven, and we've both got day jobs as well. And you know, so yeah, it's, I'm just trying to trying to get trying to get it all in. <laughs> Are you doing this by yourself or with a team? Uh, I'm doing most of the organising for myself. I, I do have a team that I can count on for various different bits and pieces of things. Yeah. Okay, that sounds interesting. Um, we maybe we can do some uh, podcasting from the day. I don't know. That's possible. Yeah, I could potentially get a room. Uh, that's something maybe we speak speak about that. I think. Yeah, I'd love to because what we did, what we we're doing with um, Comic Salopia was I'd interview someone, um, and then we'd wrap, have that as a separate interview, then we get it ready and release that separately. Okay, and then we do yeah. that. So we do that for every single person that was there. Yeah. But we could also like do like uh, teach people how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like do a podcast, edit it, show people how we do it. Yeah. Release it. I don't know. My, when it comes to things like this, my mind is always racing. Um, and I get, I, I bet yours is, is too. Is there anybody you waiting to hear off yet? Or, or I mean, with guests, are you still um, trying to find people? So guests I've got, um, Hattie Hayridge, as, as you know, is the female Holly from Red Dwarf. Um, I've got Cheryl Rowlands coming, who's big in the Doctor Who fandom. Um, Nathan Head, I'm sorry, not 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 Anthony Head, not 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 yet. <laughs> um, Nathan Head coming, um, and I've also got um, from the sort of more behind behind the scenes uh, sign. I've got Brian Muir coming, and he's worked on a lot of. Uh, he, he he's in the art department and he's worked on a lot of um, films that everybody will know. And he's the guy who originally crafted Darth Vader's helmet and mask. Wow. So he's going to come, he's, he's going to bring some props. He, there'll be a Q and A with him that as well. And that as well. You know, he, he calls himself the, the, the Vader sculptor and he is, but basically any, any amazing film from the eighties, nearly nineties, he was involved in it, you know, somewhere, you know, so that's wonderful. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a great guest. And then from the comic side, I'm hoping to get a balance 
balance between media and comics because I think it's important to do that, particularly here, because Shrewsbury is quite a creative town. You are surrounded by comic genius. Exactly, yeah. So uh, Mike Perkins was one Good friend of ours. Exactly. He's going to come. And I'm working on a couple of others as well. I'm not going to mention just in case it falls through. But (laughs) yes, I'm hoping to get in total three comic guests okay so yeah and they'll 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 have a panel as well on my list behind you i've got dan berry and christian ward uh to speak to I've, my, my brother actually bought me a um a batman comic book a graphic novel for my birthday yeah. and christian ward and that i was like oh my god i know that guy he's kind of cool um very nice guys. Um, you know, obviously Charlie Adlard and, and and Mike Perkins. Mike is a great guy. He's Lovely such guy. a yeah. he's such a gr- like he's he's got so much time for people. Yeah. So generous with his time. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we see each other at events all the time, and he'll always come give me a cuddle. Yeah. And he'll always he'll always come say hello. We've got this great, another. We've got a great story because. I love his Constantine, or Con- he calls him Constantine, but everybody in the world calls him Constantine. <laughs> and I was like, he's the, literally, he's drawn Constantine. I can't argue with the artist. Yeah. Um, and he's he does this, um, I'll show you, I'll, go, I'll get it and show you. Yeah. And my, I said to my wife, man, that's amazing, I'd love that. So she spoke to Mike, and she's like, I yeah. want to buy that. And he was like, um, I've run out, so I'll draw you one. So wow. he drew one for me. And we went to Drawn, uh, which is uh, an art fair, and um, I was interviewing. <laughs> I was interviewing Mike Perkins while my wife was in the background with his wife, and they were doing this like weird drug deal with this painting that she'd bought for me, <laughs> and it's in my bedroom now. Um, so I'm going to start a Mike Perkins wall because his art is just phenomenal. Like, yes, yeah, brings I, life I, to I, it. Yeah, I, I, uh, as you say, Mike Perkins has got a lot, a lot of time for people. I met up with him in Shrewsbury, and we had a chat, and he took me to the, I said, the museum that's having uh, an, an exhibition. He showed me his artwork and artwork from other people as well. So yeah, I've, I've seen his artwork yeah it's pretty it's good it's very good yeah yeah i mean what when we talk about comic cons and things Mm. we we talked about how they can be sometimes generic Mm. do you think it's important to move people when it comes to comic cons is it to to display something that inspires a child maybe wants them to become an artist themselves or maybe even like uh you know when i was growing up we call them a chaff you know someone's like oh yeah comic books i'm not really my thing but to convert them into someone that actually enjoys you know i feel like when i decided to sort of tell people listen i'm a massive nerd i'm sorry i can't contain it anymore i felt like a relief yeah you know yeah. i i loved it i look I, I used to sit reading comic books i used to love spawn spawn was my thing and at 30 12 13 i'd sit and read spawn i wouldn't tell anybody about it i wouldn't talk about it no but i feel like a comic-con might actually open the op- let people open up a little bit more it's quite liberating yeah i i think you're right i also think that people who are perhaps not into comics wouldn't go to a comic con anyway uh, but maybe for those who are undecided and, and come along yeah I'm, I'm hoping that the displays i'm hoping that the the q a's i'm hoping that you know the the cosplayers and, the, and just the, the beautiful props that people have spent time making I, I hope that that inspires them to do something sort of in that world i was i was inspired myself in fact to pick up a comic book so i'm not really I haven't really actually read comic books in the past. Um, I read uh, The Beano and The Dandy when I was a kid. Great comic books. My, com- my kid loves that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I ended up favouring um, The the Beano. 
but then I didn't, I then I sort of just moved to books. I didn't really um, sort of find the appeal of comic books. I'm not saying they're not appealing. It just, it just didn't, didn't speak to me. Uh, but then just this weekend, I was at uh, Wales Comic Con and uh, I picked up a couple of Star Trek, the Next Generation comic books. And I'm like, these look interesting. I'll, I'll take a look at these. And I read them and I thought, actually, yeah, they were pretty good. Now, as it turns out, they were both uh, from two separate series. And they were both like, one's like number three of five and one's number four of nine or something. So I decided to find all of the other ones now. Ah, uh, you're a collector folk. Well, I, I, I don't collect a lot, uh, but maybe comic books. Um, I, I collect autographs. And uh, what I often do is have, you know, if I can, have a photo with somebody and then have them sign it. So I've got a, a collection of a few of those mainly star trek people as you might imagine uh, but yeah so i think even for someone like me who's been going to comic cons for a few years now can be inspired to just try something different yeah yeah it's, it's i remember i took my son alfie to comic salopia um and um he's a he loves the walking dead in fact i'll show you just just i was just messaging him just the other day and he was just doodling and he was just like oh dad look at this um he and he got to sit with charlie yeah get a drawing off him um and, and talk to him um and his message because i just got a new phone today so it's on over there oh, yeah. um uh, and he was just like he loves it so to yeah. see that see his mind open up a little bit yeah that was just really really nice yeah. what are your biggest challenges what are, what are the things you're struggling with the most with this just throw that in there just <laughs> yeah i love that just <laughs> that was see how quickly i moved uh, yeah. move moods then yeah um i think potentially because I've, I've organized events before but not a comic con so i think potentially organizing vips is different because you have to go through their agents and some of their agents are not full-time agents. They also have a full-time job alongside what they're doing. So that takes a little bit of time. So that was something. But to be fair, even people who are full-time agents take some time to get back to you. And I'm I'm a bit impatient. I, I, I want to get things sorted for this, for this con in six, seven months. And so I think um, trying to be a bit more patient with things has, has been a challenge for me. It's a difficult one because I feel like the actual VIPs, the guests, the people tend to be more giving than the get the the agents i remember i was chatting to mm. i'm not even joking i was casually just chatting with tara strong the one day uh she's harley quinn she's powerpuff girl she's she's she is she is the the biggest female voice actress on the planet yeah and uh we we're just casually chatting this has happened twice once on instagram once on twitter it's weird and i was like the first time I was like, I got this show called You Suck. You know, it's really good. You want to come on? She's like, Absolutely, sign me up. So we arranged a date, and then her agent got in touch with me and was like, <clears throat> <laughs> she was down to do it, and her agent was like, um, and then the other time, um, they, they did start doing these like rooms on Twitter where you can just listen to people's oh, conversations, yeah, like yeah. weird things. Yeah, and um, there's this girl talking about um, how her obsession not an obsession but her her love of tara and how it made her feel because she felt like she really wanted to meet her she knew she would never get to meet her so it would make her yeah. depressed and they were having this conversation and tara was so lovely and afterwards i messaged her and i was like that was beautiful because a lot of stars would have been like ew stalker 
But this was a genuinely nice conversation about mental health yeah. and about how she does appreciate her fan there. Uh, and she she can love her from a distance and all this kind of thing. It was really gentle how she did it. So I reached out. I was like, that was amazing. And I was like, oh, do you remember a conversation we had? <laughs> you got to try, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you have to try. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sometimes you stick your foot in your mouth, can't you? Because you'd be you like, can. yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, I think as well, um, I, I would have liked to get more props here, but again, it's looking at the confines of the space and the confines of, of, of what I'm working with. But, you know, if the event is successful and I do more of them, there'll be that I've got an, an idea of different things I'll be bringing each time. I, I don't want it to be the same. You know, if it is successful and I, and I do it more often, then I don't don't want it to be the same thing all the you know every time. Yeah, of course, no, yeah, same, yeah. same, yeah. same that. So that's actually been quite useful looking at actually okay what what is out there you know and so, yeah that's that's been that's been that's been good. So this is like a a tester. Comic Con, really, just to see how you get on, and then maybe grow from there. It is. It's you know, it, it's it, yeah, yeah, it is <laughs> essentially yes. Um, if it's successful, you know, then we'll go I'll, for it. I'll do it more frequently, and then you know, if there's if there's enough interest, then we, we can look to expand. You know, either with uh, doing it on uh, multiple days or a larger venue or whatever it is. But really, what I'm waiting for, and, and I know that. The, the announcement was was quite very well received and uh, there's been a lot of support um not just well from from the fan base itself and um, but also from people like yourself people like mike people like you know shane chebsey like uh katie from my shrewsbury katie rink's great yeah hi katie <laughs> Uh, and uh, Kieran from My Geeky Life, he runs that page on Facebook. People just reaching out and saying, this is a great idea. Here's how I can help. Let me help you. Okay. And that's been really nice. It's a very, it is a very, um, the community, I'll say the nerd community, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to discriminate against anybody that enjoys pop culture, but I consider myself as a nerd. Yeah, same. Okay, um, but that that community is very welcoming. That's my wife coming in, by the way. We're not under attack. Oh, um, I, I did actually hear it through the, head, the headphones on. Yeah, my, uh, my wife and son's just come back. Right. Um, um, it's a very welcoming community, you know, and Shrewsbury, like you said, is a very creative place. Um, the place is like Nerdy Cafe, um, which is very, again, a very nice place. I know it's changed hands now, but the the, the ethos is there. It's, it's it's the same. It's like come and come and enjoy this. Yeah, like you said with D and D, if you've never done it before, come and have a look. Come, come and have a go. You know, we'll, we'll we'll try and help you sort of thing. And I'm, I guess aiming to make it as open and friendly as well and welcoming to to all. You know, I'm trying to trying I'm trying to get a broad range of things there. Um, as but. And Tom Corbett as well from Shropshire War Game Society and those guys in general. Yes, yeah. Um, we've they, they invited us to one of their their game nights and um, my schedule at the time was crazy. I think August, August. I I think I did one podcast for the whole of August. It was that busy in my in my actual life wow. that I couldn't squeeze anything in. Um, and then yeah, so uh, I've started a new job and that's actually a quiet month for me so far. I'm my fridge there, so we've got. Um, We've got I got two three podcasts this week. Trademark Blood next week, which is a great guy, great hip hop star, and Amir Wilson from um, his Dark Materials next week. Um, so we've got a few things coming up. Um, I'm trying to keep it like that at the moment. Keep busy. 
Yeah, because like I said, I've mentioned to you before, I, I, if I see if I see an empty path, I'm going to run down it. If that yeah. makes sense metaphorically. Yeah. And um, do you have you had to do that? Have you had to stop yourself overbooking or over over extending yourself? I think. Yes, I think I have. I mean, as I said, it, it's it's uh, it's going to be a relatively small event, and and that limits who I can book. It limits. Um, you know the, the the props I can invite at limit system. So there are you know, but you know, like I said, if it's successful, you know, we'll, we'll I'll end up taking away some of those limits, and so it would be be bigger and better. How have the club been with you? They they are they absolutely fantastic. Yeah? Terry, poor Terry, she's the the hospitality <laughs> coordinator. She has helped me with the tape measure. She's answered a thousand questions. She's been absolutely brilliant. The club's been amazing. They are brilliant. Um, yeah. We did our first pod aid at Shrewsbury Town. And the, the, the Shrewsbury Town, the found, uh, found, it, was, it was Shrewsbury Town, the community. It's now the Shrewsbury Town Foundation. Mm. Um, we used to do, we did it in their huts and they, they gave us everything. Yeah. It was wonderful. They were like, as long as you're gone by 10 o'clock. And I, I just remember we'd just done a 24 hour podcast, right? We had all the press in. We were just like, oh, well done. We did great. Yeah. People are cheering and stuff like that. I was like, right now go. And we had to pack everything up and check <laughs> everything in the car. We were gone. Like, it was, uh, it was insane. But they were, they were really, really, really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you've, you're doing it there. Not only because I can walk there, but <laughs> yeah. it, it is a, is a great spot for people to, to come and see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you don't drive, uh, there'll be a shuttle bus to and from the railway station. Um, so you, you can buy the ticket for that in advance or you can pay for pay on the day. So so let's talk about the particulars, actually. So the, the date of this Comic-Con is? April the 6th, 2024. April the 6th, 2024. Saturday, yeah. And where can people get their tickets and stuff? Uh, if you look for, you can either go to shrewsbycomiccon.com and click on Get Tickets. I went on the website earlier. It does work. It's yeah, great. excellent. Um, or you can look us up on Facebook. And I think the, the button's called the same thing on Facebook as well, just called Get Tickets. And you can get your tickets there. Tickets are £10 for adults, £7, I guess, for teens. So that's 10 to 17 and then under 10s are free wonderful um i have got um a bit of bit of uh, so i asked a couple of questions on facebook earlier to, uh yesterday actually sure um we got we got a couple of comments i put can i ask you what are your most memorable comic-con moments uh, wherever you are in the world and i'll come to you to ask everything about yours as well if you've got a good comic-con moment yeah um, Helen Hinton, um, she wrote, Basingstoke Comic Con was amazing this year. David Tennant and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, oh my God, yeah, headlining. Yeah. And lots of actors uh, were from my favorite show. Uh, during the auto session, everyone was queuing up for JDM, Jeff Dean Morgan. Morgan, yeah. Uh, um, uh, so we, we got to go and have leisurely chats with all our favorites. That's amazing. That's good. That's, That's really cool. good. Yeah, I remember going to a con, uh, a Star Trek con, and I just happened to, it was quiet, and I had a, 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 just a chat with Nanar Visitor, who's in Deep Space Nine. So she's really lovely, all, all the cast are. Nice, that is. And she also had to also Wales Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, we got a big hug from uh, Jared Padalecki. Oh, yes, he Who's was Padalecki? there. Padalecki, who's that? He's uh, one of the brothers in Supernatural. Oh, uh, right, okay, that's why I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a good show, actually. My housemate's really into it, so I've watched it, and, I, and we went to the uh, to the Comic Con because Jared Padale Padalecki was there. We, we were going to give it a miss that, that time, but then they announced Jared. And so... <laughs> My mate's always like, oh, you need to watch Supernatural, bro. It's really good, bro. I'm like, yeah. is it? Because, like, I get. So I have a problem with um, the CW type shows, like Arrow and Flash, because they all get a bit OC ish. They all turn into like a a rom com. 
soap opera mm. something manifest started doing that as well i don't know if you've seen manifest i've seen the first couple of seasons of manifest so no spoilers uh no but the the the, the one of the main characters does this weird thing with his glasses whips his glasses off when he's like onto something or he's like stressed about something yeah he whips his glasses off and he always play like the organ in the back. there's something about that i don't like so i started watching lucifer where i loved lucifer to yep, start off with yeah very matter of fact and i love that he'd just be like oh darling you like he just tell it straight and i love that but then that started getting a bit a bit weird as well you know um but yeah there was always there was always a, a love interest there between lucifer and, and the detective and that that's why he he showed an interest wasn't it mm. Yeah, I don't know. I need to. I need to rearrange the way I look at the world. I think Ryan Williams, our good friend from the US, he says, uh, uh, going to the first Silicon Valley Comic Con and doing photo op with Stan Lee. I was so nervous and forgot to speak to. Him. Imagine not being not speaking wow. to Stan Lee. Um, uh, but he was. But as I was leaving the photo, Stan Lee commented on my Spider Man T shirt. Uh, that same day, I participated in the QA with Jim Cummings, Winnie the Pooh himself. Wow! And he did a few of his, a few voices. I um, I uh, auditioned for a, a Winnie the Pooh role. For the yeah. shoes, I used to do a bit of acting at Shrewsbury. Oh, Prison. okay, yeah. And they were going to do a twisted fairy fairy tales thing. Okay, I'm not going to say the plot of that 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 particular thing because it never happened, and I think it's in someone's notebook still. Right. But I played a really depressed Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, hello, I'm Winnie the Pooh. It wasn't brilliant, but it was like the best act that they had in the room. And it was yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Um, Jim Cummins, though. Right? Oh, Excellent guy. I actually, I was at London Film and Comic Con and I just sat down just because I wanted to rest, to rest my legs. And there was, it was, they had one of these um, Q&As, but like out of the open. I just sat down and I ended up watching, I can't remember what his name is now, the voice of Mario. He's just, he's just retired. But the, the voice of Mario was there. Charles so, Martinet. Yeah, Charles Martinet. There giving a talk. And it was absolutely fascinating. He's, he is like, ele- I've met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's electric. He's electric. And yeah. um, I remember I was MCM, I was there and I got to interview him, which was really nice. I got an interview somewhere. I think it's, I think that was Thorskin actually, so that might not exist anymore. I don't know. Let's have a look. Um, but um, I'll definitely have the audio somewhere. But what a nice guy he yeah. was! I remember asking him to do a voice for Mario for Timmy over there, and he's like, "I'd love to, but I can't because it's copywritten." Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And so, he, but he was like, he was really sad by it as well. Yeah. Um. By the way, the the Batman I spoke to was Jason O'Mara. Okay. Um. Uh, his voice is Batman in one of the uh, animated movies, which were brilliant, by the way. Yeah, well, wasn't that the one that um, oh, Luke Skywalker voiced the Joker? Yes. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Thank you. Yeah. So when I read, um, when I read Batman, it's Kevin Conroy is my Batman. Right. Um, and I voiced him. I voiced him in um, uh, um, Ant McGinley is a is a great guy, and he's got a friend who. Made a, he's a great musician, and they put a compilation for him. And I was just like Alfred, you know. I was all these voices, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, doing all these fighting things. It was so, it was wonderful. It really was. Brilliant. He is my Batman, and Mark Hamill's my Joker. Yeah. Um, but Jason Amaro was really good as well. I love the animated movies. They did a great job. Don't be put off by how bad DC have done recently with movies. Go and watch the animated stuff because. Okay. Um, Under the Red Hood is one of my I cry at that movie every time I watch it yeah. there's a scene in that movie that absolutely breaks me every single time I watch it wow. it's really really good okay um, Comic Con have I got a good I've got a good Comic Con moment I'm trying to think now well I've got one um, yeah go for what it what do you think 
So um, growing up, I was I'm a Star Trek fan, as, as 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 you know, and mainly Star Trek: The Next Generation. And I had a bit of a crush on uh, Deanna Troy, played by Marina Sirtis. Who didn't growing up, man? Who didn't? Who didn't? Who didn't? Yeah. And I got the opportunity to meet her at the Star Trek Las Vegas convention. I think it was 2016, that one. And I started queuing up and I chickened out because I'm like, I can't, because I, I, you know, I... I'm, anxiety, I get it. Anxiety, you know. Sausages. Well, that's me in my everyday life. Now, you can imagine that with that plus anxiety. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then um, I, I was up with a good friend and she said, look, you have to, you have to meet her. So I did and met her and she was absolutely lovely. She tried to talk to me about football. I'm not a football fan, mm-hmm. um, but she tried to talk to me about Rex and football club. This is obviously before it was bought by uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney. And she was absolutely just amazing. So that, that was, that was a good moment for me. Absolutely good moment for me. How do you feel about the whole Wrexham acquisition thing? As a, as a, as a guy who lives in Wrexham? I think it's done a lot of good for the town. Uh, one might say more good than the council's done in the last 40 years. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think he's done a lot of good for the for the town. It's brought in a lot of um, interest to the club and that translates to, you know, ultimately it translates to people investing in the town. Yeah. Which, which is what I think that the, the town needs. You know, it's, you know, Wrexham's an old market town and it, you know, it, it battles on and it survives. It's got a good heart to it. But I think, I think we needed that injection of celebrity slash overseas interest just to boost the town a little bit more. Just a bit of love, a bit of love. When I was growing up, um, Wrexham was just kind of this this place that was just there. Mm. You know, when I, when I before I moved away from Wrexham, that was the time Eagles Meadow just woke, opened up, and everything was started closing on the high street. So yeah. it's a bit of neglect there, and yeah. it's good to see that there's a bit of love there. And for the town, I think that's wonderful. I am more excited about McElhenney than Reynolds. Don't get me wrong. I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. I really do. Deadpool is an amazing character and he personifies that in no way anybody else could do that. But I'm a big fan of independent creators and Rob Uh McElhenney, Charlie Day, all that team behind Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They created one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, whilst holding microphone, holding cameras up with broom handles and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They did, they yeah, did it with next yeah. to nothing. Yeah, and that always deserves respect from me. That's why yeah. I love Kevin Smith because you know he's he is the one of the independent greats. He is, you know. Yeah. But, um, when it comes to podcasts, <laughs> podcasts too. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a great yeah, event, and you you have the support of the Shoes of Biscuit. Whether you want us there or not, I'm going to be there. Oh so, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it, literally, it's at the football ground. We've got a season ticket. That should get us entry anyway. I'm joking. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. No. Uh, he's like, no, no. buy a ticket. Yeah. Um, but no, if there's any way you can, are you looking for help with sponsors and stuff still? So if anybody's listening to this, would you accept? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 We're looking for help with sponsorship. And you, there's lots of things you can sponsor. You can sponsor the VIP's green room. So they have a little room aside where they can just, you know, have to take a moment and we keep them sort of fed and watered. Uh, you can sponsor a room. You can sponsor, um, some of the Q and A's entirely up to you. The, the, Are you looking for vendors as well? I've got uh, vendors sold that almost sold out very very quickly. Wow, nice. I've got uh, quite a few local people coming, which is great. That's great. Um, I've got about six or eight tables left. 
Are these comic book artists that are going to turn up? Yeah, you've so? got some comic book artists. You've got some. You've got the um, the Shropshire DM. He's coming. There's a guy who I know him. local guy who Joel's Joel. Great yeah, yeah, yeah. The local guy who uh, prints mini. Uh, sorry, three three D prints miniature figures. There's going to be a mix of people and hopefully not too many Funko Pops if I can help it. Uh, Joel is wonderful and yeah. uh, Joel uh, he messaged me. So I put a thing up on Facebook last week going. Uh, so I get back from Turkey and realised I didn't have a podcast to release. So I was like, help, 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 help. We need, a, we need a guest for tomorrow. And Joel messaged me and he's electric. He just, he's just, you turn the mic on and he just goes yeah. like, he's wonderful. Yeah, so I get that impression through. And I, I've only ever emailed Joel, but you sort of get that impression with people that they're quite dynamic, you know? Yeah. He's wonderful. Uh, so Joel, if you, uh, if you listen to this, I'm going to come your way very soon. Uh, get you on the show. Again. <laughs> Fantastic. You guys are going to love it. Well, Thank you so much for coming to speak to me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I wish you the absolute best. Before we sign off, I know we've said it in the show, but remind people again, the date of this Comic-Con is... It's April the 6th, 2024 at Shrewsbury Town Football Club, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. Wonderful. Get your tickets, guys, from shrewsburycomiccon.com. Uh, or you can go via the, the website, uh, via the Facebook as well. Yeah, get liking that Facebook page as well, guys. I'm going to share everything on our, on our Facebook. And also, I'm going to put a link to the website on the readout for this podcast. So if you're wondering where you can buy tickets, click on where the text is at the bottom of this podcast, and there will be a link. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. You're welcome. Nice to meet you. Thank you. What a great guy Nick is. Uh, it was really great speaking to him. Um, so um, I really do uh, hope you enjoyed that. I'm really looking forward to the event. For your tickets and for the website, uh, please look at the readout for this podcast, the text that's underneath it. If you click read more, there will be a link there for websites, tickets and stuff. And if you, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, if you want to get involved with uh, Shrewsbury Comic Con, uh, please get in touch with Nick uh, via the Facebook or uh, the website. Before I go, I want to speak to you guys about... PodAid. Uh, we are, you know, about to, I've got a few weeks left to get our guests in, get everything booked in for um, the 11th of November. Um, it's our third year doing this. Um, we have got a great venue thanks to Shop Doc uh, and to Helen from Lincoln Davis for all, securing that for us. Um, at the moment, uh, I'm still looking, we're going to start looking at sponsors. I'm going to intensively start messaging people. If you want to sponsor an hour, of of pod aid please get in touch um it's 100 pound uh, or a donation of 100 pound all the money goes to Lingen davis and uh, for that 100 pound your business will feature for that hour so it would be this hour is brought to you by such and we'll mention your company uh, we'll bring up the logos and we can even display your logo throughout that hour so if you want to sponsor an hour uh, of pod aid please get in touch with me uh, my email is shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com um, so save the date, guys. 11th of November is Pod Aid, 9 a.m. from that day till 9 a.m. the day after. We've got a, we're building the team. Tom Bruno's coming back. George Lugo's coming back. Liam Tinsley's coming back. And we've got a few special co-host guests as well. So this is going to be very, very good this year. Uh, so Pod Aid, yes, it's happening. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this uh, great podcast. Thank you to Nick. Uh, and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.